0: You are listening to the Desire to Retire podcast. The podcast that reduces that sense of feeling overwhelmed when you think about your retirement. You can go from woe to wow with your retirement plan. I'm your host, Estelle Kelly. Now, on with the show. Desire to Retire? but something is holding you back. I love to see my clients go from woe to wow. I work with nurturing professionals, mostly teachers and social workers, 55 years and older, assisting them to implement the non-financial transition to retirement strategies. Working together enables my clients to plan a meaningful retirement with clarity. Welcome to episode seven, the fear of poverty in retirement. The three topics I will cover in this episode are the genuine fears around retirement, secondly control over retirement income, and thirdly, what do you really want in retirement? As long ago as 1937, the author Napoleon Hill, in his many times republished book, Think and Grow Rich, declared poverty, criticism and ill health are the basis for most of our worries. Today, poverty is still a prevalent fear when we think about retirement. We find it difficult to imagine how daily life will function, without the regular salary we are paid for our professional services. The fear of poverty in retirement is sometimes on display in advertisements for wealth creation. I recall the ad where the paper cutouts of people are being buffeted by the cold, ill winds of poverty as they grow into old age. Also, as busy professionals... We tend to avoid facing the unknowns and uncertainties of retirement. We tell ourselves, retirement seems light years away. Well, I'll be all right no matter what happens. Or, I'll deal with that later. Right now, I'm too busy keeping everything together with work and the family. Or, I don't want to be bothered with all those facts and figures. Which of these reasons do you relate to? Ill health is a genuine concern. If we look at the Australian Bureau of Statistics latest report on retirement and retirement intentions, in 2018 to 2019, 21% of workers aged 45 years and over left their last job due to their own sickness, injury or disability and in addition women are more likely to leave their profession to care for an ill, disabled or elderly person. 8% of women do that compared to 2% of men. Hence, it is very typical to worry about having good health as we grow into our mature years. If you are a busy professional working in the nurturing sectors of health, education or welfare, you tend to expect to have a comfortable retirement. A common question put to retirement planners is, how much money do I need to ensure a comfortable retirement? It is similar to asking, how long is a piece of string? Comfortable can be measured in monetary terms, that is, a regular retirement income of so many dollars per year. This dollar value is usually calculated by a wealth creation or wealth savings expert. They do have the history of the facts and figures at their fingertips. And a retirement income is necessary, so how much control do we have over the final level of monetary comfort we end up with in our retirement? I can think of a couple of factors over which we have very little control. Beyond our immediate control are those factors such as world events, for example, the global financial crisis, or the COVID-19 pandemic. Maybe it's the advancements in digital disruption and the development of artificial intelligence that has impacted you. Secondly, national events, such as changes to the age pension legislation, health policy and economic policy do influence our retirement savings. I think of the economics of retirement income in Australia. Today, Australians are waiting for the outcomes of the Retirement Income Review, completed in July 2020. Did you know that in Australia, retirement income has three pillars? The Age Pension Superannuation or Forced Savings and our own individual savings and investments. But often what we don't always recognise is that underpinning these three pillars is the assumption that retirees own their own home. And over the past 30 years, this has changed dramatically for Australians. The cost of housing has escalated to the point where fewer Australians have the buying power to purchase their own home. 30 years ago, 10% of retirement age people paid a mortgage. Today, that has risen to 45%. Meeting the high cost of housing creates inequities in our retirement incomes. Today, this is mostly mature age Australian women who are struggling with less retirement income and high rents. So how much control do you have over achieving a comfortable retirement? Is valuing retirement in monetary terms a good judgment to make? Let's not be too quick to judge as many of us do not fulfil our intention of being able to support ourselves in our retirement. The 2018-19 Retirement and Retirement Intentions Report shows that most workers that's around 93% of workers aged 45 years or older have contributed to a retirement savings scheme. In Australia we call it superannuation and they do intend their savings to be the main source of income in retirement. The reality is markedly different. In the 2018-19 report it showed that 56% of men intend superannuation to be the main retirement income, but in reality, just over 22% ended up with superannuation as the main source of income. And it is a similar situation for women. 51% of women intend superannuation to be the main source of income, 17% of women have actually achieved that. So many of us fall short of our best intentions. Often we feel powerless or overwhelmed by events that impact our monetary plans to create a comfortable retirement. We may lack the energy and enthusiasm to keep working towards the elusive goal we have in our mind. But individually, we do have some capacity to determine what are the things most important to us. Ask yourself, if I retire, what kind of person do I want to become and what do I want life to be about? What will be my unique personal purpose in life? And I call to mind Ms. I. I. I call her Ms I as she believed she's had to work hard at retaining her identity. She came to me in her early 60s. She was married to a health worker with three adult children and she is a trained teacher. In the early years of their marriage, Ms I and her husband chose not to purchase their own home but to continue paying rent believing that long-term they would be better off financially. Ms. I felt it was mostly her husband's idea. As the children left home to establish themselves in good jobs and commence having their own families, the relationship between Ms. I and her husband became acrimonious. Ms. I blamed her husband for the unexpected increase in the cost of renting, and kept reminding him they should have purchased their own home when they had the means to do so. Ms I decided to divorce her husband, choosing to be totally responsible for her own well-being. She returned to teaching full-time with the thought of having a reasonably paid secure job to shore up her financial future. In a short time, the stress of being a full-time worker in a bureaucratic education system became too much for her and she resigned. Still needing to earn an income, as she was not yet eligible for the age pension, she found part-time work as a student admissions officer in a local university. Also, she could ride her bike to work, saving on transport costs and, and have a little, a few more dollars to meet the rent payments. Even after divorcing her husband and several years of part-time work, Ms I was still searching for an elusive quality to her life, which she found difficult to express. There was still that hollow feeling inside. We spent some time working through what were the things in life she really valued. By now, she had four grandchildren and another one expected soon. Ms. I decided to resign from her part-time job and devote herself to assisting her daughter and her daughter's partner with the new grandchild. She even decided to rent closer to her daughter, moving out of an area she had lived in most of her life. She is enjoying the company of this small family and eagerly shares the developments her grandson makes with photos to family and friends. Without the stress and tedium of work, an aged pension in place, she is now enjoying a more meaningful life. Retirement is a big step to take and it does have uncertainties along the way. Imagine how you do have the capacity to make changes in your life like Miss I, to have time to enjoy the things that are going to please you the most, those things that give you your intrinsic sense of purpose. Is it possible for you to see money merely as a tool to provide for your basic needs? What are the other needs you hold in the dream you have for your retirement? It is possible to work this through and gain some clarity for a plan around the non-financial resources for your retirement. Investigate the desire to retire plan at retirementlife.coach. Click on the podcast tab and press the listen now button and then try the are you ready for retirement quiz or the wheel of life and see where you stand in relation to planning a meaningful retirement with clarity. Let me know how you go with these resources. You can also hear more episodes of my podcast at retirementlife.coach behind the blog tab. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to the Desire to Retire podcast. Want to check out how well you are progressing in planning for your retirement? To gain some clarity on planning a meaningful retirement, try the simple, no-cost tools or access this special three-part podcast series at retirementlife.coach. I am your host, Estelle Kelly. Thank you for listening.